Today's podcast is brought to you by the one and only Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. I don't think I said it loud enough. Head to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3, a rock that you hold up against your face and pretend that it's a thing. Uh... Uh, Zune, they've got it on Blackberry, they've got it on, uh, freaking whatever Facebook was trying to do for a while there with phones. You guys know what I'm saying. They got it on the Ubuntu phone. Go out and get it, guys. You're gonna enjoy it. Okay. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. Johnny is uh, Johnny's taking a, a just a just a week's break. You know, every once in a while, just you gotta you gotta just take a break. He called it in today. Said, you know what? I'm not feeling it, dude. I've had, you know what? And I've had those moments too where you're just not you're not there. You know, you're just not in the right mood or whatever. So, uh, so it's me. It's just me today. And you know what? We've done so many jumbled rewinds recently that I felt like it wasn't fair to you guys if we just keep doing that. If we keep circling the drain, so to say, or uh, or to to keep uh, you know releasing old stuff. I want you guys to, uh, as listeners of this podcast, I want you guys to feel like we're putting in the work. And not just uh, passing the buck, you know, or uh, or taking the easy route, you know. Like we've said before, doing a solo podcast is not easy. It's just like it's it's actually one of the harder things to accomplish. Um, and so, uh, I like challenges every once in a while, you know. Every once in a while, a, a nice challenge arises, and uh, it's up to you whether you're going to rise to the challenge, or if you're going to let the uh, the challenge sort of envelop you and and drag you to in, into the riptide, and and then you're gone. You know, I don't even know what I'm saying, guys. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm happy you're back. I'm happy to be back, and uh, even if Johnny's not here, we're going to rock this thing out. I hope you guys have had a good week. I've had an expensive week. I've had such an expensive week. So, me and my wife, right? We got we've got two cars, one for her, one for me, uh, which makes sense because there's only two people that can drive in this house, and we both work in different places. So, uh, no carpooling, um, and we don't work close to each other. So it's not like we can just cut the cut the dead weight, you know. Anyway. She's got a 2009 Traverse. This car, when we first got it, was awesome. We are both in love with it. It has all the bells and whistles. It's So Chevy has the LTZ package, which is like their top of the line. It's got you know heated and cooled uh, captain's seats. It's got um, backup cameras. It's got everything right it's got climate control inside Uh, you'd come to expect all this stuff granted it's 2009 so it doesn't have things like bluetooth audio and all that stuff 
but we were we were willing to let that pass because that wasn't like uh when we got it i guess it was 2014 when we 2013 2014 i think anyway it doesn't really matter what year it was a used car and it had like 70,000 miles on it or something like that which is fine you know it's it's not what you would hope to get but from a 5-year-old car having 70,000 miles on it not bad you know it wasn't wasn't terrible so we uh we scooped that up we, she drove it around for i don't know it, i think it took a couple years to get to the 100,000 mile uh mark and directly after the 100,000 mile mark i don't know what chevy's doing but they're like calculating this thing it's like a science right they're like this thing's going to fail at 102,000 miles and sure enough that's what happened our engine blew up i think i've talked about it in previous episodes where i was bitching about her car i have even more reason to bitch now because her alternator just went out in in her traverse and the alternator itself is between 100 and 200 dollars like it's not i mean it sort of sucks that you got to spend money on it but whatever the problem is that it's hard to get to and it's hard to take out so we had to calculate for three hours of labor from the mechanic because number one i don't have the time to fix it we're on a time constraint she needs her car because she's getting ready to go out of town um and so I, we had to get her car fixed. It had to happen quick. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it with my limited knowledge and resources here in my driveway. So we went ahead and bit the bullet and we took it to the mechanic. This mechanic's been great to us. He's not somebody who's going to fuck, fuck us over. He understands that this car is a piece of shit and that we're not wanting to spend a bunch of money on it. But he's a mechanic. He's got a charge. So... This alternator replacement ended up costing $600. This is a moment of silence that I'm having for my wallet right now because, you know, my wife didn't have the money up front. So I said, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. So I, you know, threw, threw $600 at the car to get it up and running. And then insurance came out today. So it was another $200. So. This week I've spent, you know, $800 and I had other things that I was going to pay for. So now I'm, I'm in the hole, guys. It's it, basically what I'm saying is head over to patreon.com slash jumbled and please, for the love of God, can like 10 of you, just like 10 of you, please pay $500. And then we'll release a special episode only on Patreon. Where me and Johnny get in dresses, okay? And you know what? At this point, I'll even do like special requests. Like I'm a cam girl or something like that, okay? I don't care. I'm willing to do whatever for your $500. And when I say whatever, if you're in Kansas City and you know of a shady parking lot or something that we can meet in, my butthole's open. I'm just kidding. That's not true. But it's it's almost to that point. I'm not willing to I'm not willing to give my ass up for this, but I just I got too many things to pay for and I don't got enough money.
to pay for it. So I need your help. Please. For the love of God. Anyway, so <clears throat> my wife's out actually Ubering and, and Lyft, driving Lyft tonight. Uh, she just started tonight, so I hope she's doing uh, really well out there. I uh, don't know what Wednesday nights look like in Kansas City as far as uh, driving, but she's she seems to be doing okay from what I've heard so far. I've got a few things. I talked to some friends earlier, and uh, I got a couple things that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, obviously, because we're here. My friend uh, sent me a picture of an article. The article's... Uh, the subject line of the article is sex doll maker creates replicas of dead partners to combat loneliness in quotes. I'm providing comfort. Here's my thing. Okay. First of all, I want to start with sex dolls in general. Now I am not opposed to people having sex with sex dolls. I think it's, I think it's a little strange. You know, because I think it's mostly the eyes. Have you ever have you ever watched like some weird you get on Pornhub or you get on X and dot com and you you end up scrolling through your list. And I'm going to tell you guys, I basically just choose something that is there. It's on the front page. You know, and I might scroll through, maybe this, maybe go to the second page. But if there's nothing on the first or the second page, I jump off that website. I go somewhere else. Okay. Sometimes I'll head over to HQ Porner. I don't know if you guys know about that one. That's like all high quality stuff. And if you're getting high quality stuff, you're probably also getting some length. So if you like to hear, see a little bit of backstory, I like, I like just knowing where it started, right? It started, oh, the girl's just hanging out in her room or whatever. She got a call from some dude who fucking hung her out to dry or whatever. And she, so she's like, she calls somebody else, you know, and he comes over and like lay some pipe, you know, like I at least like to know where it starts. And then the genesis of that, we all know where it's going to go, right? So you don't need to see like him walking through the door or anything. At that point, you just fast forward it, right? You just keep going. Just, you just keep going until... It gets to that the sweet spot, if you know what I'm saying. I gotta be a little careful because I just put my kids down to bed, so I'm not sure if they're awake. They're gonna be scarred in the morning. Is basically all I'm saying. They're upstairs. It's okay. Um, yeah. So what was I saying? Sex dolls, right? It's the eyes. It's the dead, obviously doll-like eyes that. Uh, that get that get me. I don't know what it is. I think it's the no blinking. Actually, that's what I think it is. Like, you ever had a staring contest with somebody and it went on for so long that you're like, hey, are you a real person anymore? Like, or did you just like, is this like a weird Medusa situation where I turned you into a a living statue or something? You know, I I feel like that's almost the same feeling you get with a sex doll, only the fact that they're rubbery and they're cold. Like it's like the it's the antithesis of a good sexual experience in my in my brain. Now granted, I don't know, you might be able to wrap the thing up in hot towels or 
or whatever, you know, put it in, in a fucking sauna for two, two minutes or whatever, you know, if you have a sauna, but it's just weird, you know, because you're not getting the, the auditory stimulation as well. You know, you're not getting, um, visual, you're not meeting somebody eye to eye, right? It's, it's eye to whatever, whatever, just a blank stare, I guess, uh, that eats into your soul. I don't know. It's just weird. And then you add on to the fact that this person is making, excuse me, I got stuff stuck in my throat. Somebody's making sex dolls modeled after former lovers. So it's like if, if I died. And my wife was like, oh, I miss him so much. I'm going to get a sex doll made. Number one, these things cost $3,700. So you're willing to get a lesser version of me for $3,700. And, and I, I guess I have more questions. Is this sex doll based on me at the end? Or am I in my prime? You know? Cause me at my me at me at the end, I doubt I'm gonna be able to keep it up, right? It's gonna be a very sad situation, and uh, and it'd just be like a weird flaccid thing, you know. At that point, you're just you're you're sleeping with like a more lifelike stuffed animal, right? It's just weird, but I'm hoping it's me at like. I'm thinking like 23, 24, you know, like seven years ago from where I am right now. Mm, dude is a beast. Number one, he, he weighed a lot less. And Johnny uh, is right now shaking his head probably wherever he's listening to this. Um, but he did. He weighed less. And he, uh, boy, he, he knew how to uh, he knew how to make it work. Not saying I don't anymore. It's just the belly gets in the way a little bit now, you know. You can't see as much anymore, which is sort of sad as well. I'm trying I'm trying to turn this thing around. Johnny's going to say, no, you're not, you fat fuck. And you know what? I understand. I understand the sentiment behind it, Johnny. I am trying to, uh, to change some ways, okay? It's just hard. It's just difficult, okay? Anyway, so the sex dolls are there to combat loneliness. Now, I get it. You, you've just lost the most important person in your life, right? You're, you've been with them. I mean, let's say, let's say these people are 70, 80 years old. They got married in their 20s. You know, that's 40, that's 40 or 50 years that they've um, dedicated to each other. You know, that's not nothing. So I, I get it. You miss them. A lot of a lot of people hold on to keepsakes, right? Or little little knickknacks, little things that that remind them of the person and who the person was and what they stood for and and what they enjoyed to do, right? I think it's an entirely different level, and I would argue it's probably an unhealthy level to pay thirty seven hundred dollars to have something that looks like you brought into your home, put into your bed. What do you, what are you going to do? Are you going to put 
sunglasses on this thing and drive it around town like it's Bernie? You ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? Are you going to tie some fucking strings on it and make him dance like a marionette? What is going on right now? I, I just don't, I don't understand it. Like, I love my wife. I love my wife. But if my wife died tomorrow and I had $3,700, I would not get a sex doll made to model after my wife. Because I have my memories to go off of. I have my children that that she's helped produce that her memory lives on through them. I have uh, all the good times. I've got, you know, all of her writing and everything that I'll be able to reference. I know that I'll be able to find her in other things. I don't need a, a body double to stand in, right? And then here's the thing. Okay, so you're ready to move on, right? It's been like, I don't know. I don't know how long it takes. I assume it's different for everybody, but your your partner's died. You paid $3,700 for this thing. It, it's in your bed every night, right? You snuggle up next to it. You pretend you spray the cologne on it, and it makes it smell like the person, right? Two years, three years, four years, five years, a decade passes, right? You're ready to move on. You're ready to begin the next chapter of your life. But now you have this fucking sex doll of your old lover, your long dead lover, hanging out in your bed. How do you dispose of it? Do you feel guilty? Would you feel guilty throwing away something that <laughs> something that is supposed to resemble your former lover do you transition it to a like a prop that sits like in your game room and wears a funny hat and sunglasses you know or you put a feather boa around it on party night you know like <laughs> it's just so weird it's just so there's so many things to think about this this can't have a positive impact it can't like m my wife teaches a, a class on grief and i sort of wish she was here right now to talk about this because i feel like this doesn't help that process it doesn't help push your grief forward it doesn't help you feel it 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 you're you're putting something else there to make it easier right but grief isn't easy. Loss isn't easy. It's not meant to be that way. It's supposed to hurt. You're supposed to feel it because the thing that you're, you've lost was important to you. So I, I think that in the end, these dolls probably do more harm than they do good. So what I'm saying is, guys, if you've got $3,700 and you just lost a lover, go to the boat. Go get a uh, massage. Go treat yourself. Go do something they enjoyed doing. Go do something else. You know, take your mind off it. Do something new. Find something new to do, right? Something to fill your time. Something to fulfill you. Something that you always wanted to do with your lover that you didn't get a chance to do, right? These are all positive things that you can do to move forward and to not, not dismiss the feelings, but to find a healthy way through them.
gosh, this got so deep, guys. This got so deep. You know, with Johnny's recent trip to Japan, I got to thinking I should really talk about an Audible audiobook that centers around Japanese culture. And what better to uh, to talk about in reference to that than Godzilla? That's right, the movie just came out. Haven't had a chance to see that yet, but they have the official movie novelization for Godzilla, King of the Monsters, on Audible. Uh, it's by Greg Keyes. It's narrated by Michael Braun. It's 8 hours and 59 minutes long, and it's got a pristine 5-star rating right now. So go take advantage of that. Uh, I love Godzilla. I, I'm, I hope you love Godzilla. And uh, Tip, uh, friend of the podcast, Larry Hill, two-time guest of this podcast, uh, huge Godzilla fan. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he had all the movies. He had, you know, just... Godzilla, standard Godzilla, and then he had like Godzilla versus Mothra and all that stuff. I think there was even like a, like a, like a mini, like a small Godzilla or something like that. Larry, you could help me out with that probably. Anyway, head over to audibletrial.com/jumbled and take advantage of that audiobook, Godzilla: King of the Monsters, the official movie no- novelization. But hey, if that doesn't tickle your fancy. Feel free to choose from one of the 180,000 other titles on their uh, on their website. They've got everything you could ever want in an audiobook and we hope that you uh, we hope that you guys enjoy, but hey, we love you. Uh, I've been having a lot of deep conversations recently. I think I'm growing up, guys. I don't know what's happening. This podcast is about to take a serious turn every week. Johnny's gonna be making dick jokes, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna end up being the one that goes, "Whoa, Johnny, that's quite immature of you." And then there go our subscribers. Whoops! I drove everyone away with my maturity. I'm pro- I promise I'm not trying to be mature. I'm just giving, <laughs> I'm giving my two cents on on this topic. It's it's weird. Um. This this other picture my friend says or sent says, uh, frick what oh it just says I make sex dolls to help the bereaved. Like I said, I don't think you're helping anyone. I think your I think your mind's in the right place. I think you're trying to do something that's right, but I think that you're not a psychologist, and you've not consulted a psychologist, and you've not uh, you've not done these things. Like it's one thing if you're like. Oh, your your partner just passed. Hey, buy a sex doll. Looks completely different. Spice things up. You know, try to move forward, move on. R- regardless if that's the correct move or not, at least you're not filling the void with somebody that used to be there with somebody or something that looks like the thing that used to be there, right? You wouldn't you wouldn't have a pet, right? That died. And then the next day you go to the shelter and you see, let's say it was a black lab, right? You had a black lab, okay? I, I would think most people, if they, got, they had a black lab and it died, they wouldn't go to another shelter the next day or they wouldn't go to, or whenever they're ready to get another puppy, they wouldn't buy another black lab puppy right away now some people might have done that because i mean all dogs are different right but 
that doesn't it doesn't make the pain go away so you got to make you got to find a way through that now if you if you've moved on and but you're like oh man you know what my my ex who died smoke show right okay whatever i guess that's okay it sort of seems a little uh a little off balance but i'm not going to judge Basically, just don't buy these things. You know, buy a regular sex doll. Buy something that looks completely different. If you're going to do it at all. Again, I think this is... I think sex dolls are, like, really weird. Personally. I I don't think I could ever be inside of one and feel good about this the decision I've made. You know? Unless it was, like... I don't know. Like, if it was a a way... I'm not going to kink shame anybody. If it was a way for, like, you and your significant other to test out the waters or something like that, um, you know, hey, your chick wants to see you bang a fucking rubber glove with fucking seeds put inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if that's what a sex doll feels like, honestly. But they're all weird. And it's $3,700. Like, I, I'm thinking of all the things that I could do with $3,700. And uh, it just seems like a really expensive way to bust a nut. And a really shameful way to bust a nut for me. You know, like, I, I would feel a whole lot of shame. Uh, not nec- Maybe not shame, but like a like an awkwardness. I'd feel like a, like an awkwardness that would surround it. Anyway. Uh, but the dolls are customizable, apparently. Now, this is one thing that I thought was pretty cool. So, let's say I die, right? And my wife, against all judgment and all... <sighs> excuse me. And all of the suggestions that I made that she not do this... Because if she's listening right now, I wish for you not to do this. She goes out and she spends 3700 American hard-earned dollars on a replica sex doll of me. Now, these are customizable. So, anatomically, I'm, I'm working with, with some good size, if I can just say that. I, I'm okay with saying that to you guys because I feel like we're friends. I don't want to get any deeper than that because I don't think we need to get any deeper than that. But if my wife was like, you know what? He thought he was okay, but I need I need a little bit more. I need a little bit bigger, you know? They could throw a Pringles can size thing on me. And she could get her jollies off that way. Or if she was just like, you know what? I really don't want to end up having sex with this thing. So I'm going to make it a eunuch. You know, you could just remove it all together. Or you could just make it so small that it's a micropene and it's inside of a cavity. Which is, which would be, I think, worse. Maybe just make me a eunuch. Don't, don't make, don't give me a negative dick. You know, just cut it off, right? So, you can have a customizable sex doll replica of your significant other who's passed away 
for $3,700. How do you guys feel about that? Do you guys feel like that's something you would be interested in getting or looking at? Do you think this is, uh, do you think sex dolls in general are weird, like me? Or uh, do you not really care either way? Let me know. Let us know. Send us an email. Comment on our Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Let us know. Mm. Man, oh man. Oh me. Oh my. Um, also, what's up with... Um, this is like a really sexual episode, I guess. What's up with softcore porn? You guys ever thought about that? Um, I just don't... I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get softcore porn. I mean, I guess if you're like... Wanting to get in the mood... But you're not wanting to, like, watch somebody get, like, completely reamed, you know? Then maybe that's your thing. If you like watch, uh, like, seeing 30-watt, naked 30-watt bulbs hanging from the ceiling, throwing off a, a, a slight glow, you know? Bouncing off of some bronzed skin, but the camera angles are blocking any kind of noticeable penetration. All, basically all it is is a naked dude, a naked chick, and then some boobs. And then you're like, is anything actually happening or are you guys just making this up? You guys wearing those little, uh, those acting cup things? You know, have you ever heard of that? Where, you know, during sex scenes, they'll fucking cover their shit up. It's like a little, it's almost like a little sock. It goes, it go, but it's like not noticeable, right, to the camera. So it's less likely to be seen. They just tuck that shit in there and then they just grind against each other. How weird would that be? You're, you're you, like acting in general is sort of a weird thing when you think about it. Like they're, all they're doing is mimicking life, but they're doing it well enough where they actually captivate the audience and they they emo they get them connected in some sort of an emotional way whether that be humor or you know uh a heartfelt sort of sympathy or or something like that acting is weird but it's a very specialized thing when you can fake sex that well because guys don't do that i mean i can't i can't tell you that I've ever faked an orgasm. I don't think that's happened ever in my life. They've all been hard. They've all been true. And, uh, and I thanked everybody that had a hand in it, <laughs> had a hand in it. Uh, I'm 31 years old. Um, but yeah, how, how does, how does somebody get to the point where they feel comfortable enough that they can fake having sex, number one, and then fake an orgasm, number two. Because usually you're not faking one of them. Usually you're at least having the sex, right? You're, you know, I, you know, you hear about, like, mostly women faking orgasms because guys don't know, right? We don't know when you guys are, I mean, you know, if you've been with somebody for a while, you know, when they're, when their toes are curling up, like, you know, when you're hitting the spot, 
But if you're with like somebody new and this like the first time, you're not sure, right? So they could be faking it all day long. Guys, honestly, for the most part, guys don't care. If it's a if it's like the first time and they're just getting into, you know, the if it's just an encounter, they're just looking to get their rocks off. Um now if it's like a relationship for the most part, yeah, a guy should be you know, trying his best and and going through the process of trying to make sure that the significant other is is happy in those moments. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh I've never faked. I've never faked before. So I and I don't know how you do it on in front of a camera, in front of a film crew, and you're faking the actual act itself. <laughs> Part of it can't be faked, right? It's gotta be a mental thing. Like they have to be taking themselves to a mental place where they remember getting, you know, either boned really good or getting some you know, strange or whatever, and feeling good about themselves, right? And then maybe that is a real orgasm, but maybe it's one that came from a mental place and not a physical place. And that, my friends, is how you turn a podcast about comedy into a sexual podcast in 20 minutes. How you guys doing? You guys still here? Did anybody leave? Roll call. Anybody... Anybody still here? Uh, I, I don't know, guys. I, I don't, I don't really have a whole lot. Oh, let me actually look at my, uh, Slack. Because I did have some stuff in Slack, I think. But I think it was stuff I needed to talk to Johnny about. Mm, Oh, so, as you all know, I've been driving, right? Driving for Uber, driving for Lyft, whatever. I picked up this couple that I know, uh, and know secondhand, right? I don't know them personally. I've never met them before, but I know the person. I know a person who they know. So it's a secondhand, you know, relationship, friendship, whatever. And so, I picked these people up. Guy seemed like he was he's okay. It was a it was a guy and a girl, boyfriend girlfriend, and um. Could have been a husband and a wife. I'm not really sure anymore. But um, I picked him up at this bar. The guy was obviously ready to go. The girl wanted to keep partying. She was in a party mode. She was ready to fucking, you know, burn the fucking, I don't know, burn the city to the ground. She was just ready. She was ready to go all night, fucking rage until she can't stand anymore. That's where she was. And she was so she was sort of pissed off that she that they were ending the night at like fucking Yeah, it was like eight something, nine something. So it was a pretty early night. But anyway, I picked him up and we're driving down the road. I'm sorry. <sighs> sorry, I'm yawning so much. We're driving down the road and she's like I made up my own rap verse tonight. I made up my own Afro man. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You made up your own Afro man. Like, what is that? Like, there is only one Afro man. What do you mean you made up an Afro man? She's like, no, I made up. uh, You ever heard that song? Cause I got high. I was like, 
Yeah, I think everybody's probably heard that song. It probably hasn't been for a long time since they've heard it, but, you know, everybody's heard that song. And so she's like, oh, how did her verse go? I don't even, I don't even remember, but it was like, there was an epiphany that, that hit me right after she got done saying her silly little hip hop or her Afro man, because I got high verse that she made up that night and that epiphany is if you can put two rhyming sentences together, they don't even have to make sense. And then you can just put because I got high on the end of the of the sentence and the song will work right I mean that's that's it that's it and so I was like uh, I told her I was like you know that's not (laughs) I like I like sort of crushing drunk people's dreams because they're like oh shut up you know I'm I'm great I'm I've got all the best ideas and then you're like yeah. Oh, you've got all the best ideas. You've got so many good ideas. This is going to be a thing. Um, I, I did think about asking people to, uh, give me their best because I got high, uh, verse when they got in the car. As we said, it's pretty easy to do. You know, it doesn't take a lot of skill. You should just be able to, uh, bust those out pretty pretty quickly so anyway i didn't end up doing that but i thought about it and that's all it counts you know sometimes you think about things and you just move on what did you guys think of last week's uh last week's po- podcast i like the uh the gay butt worm uh <laughs> stuff i i listened back to the podcast and uh and i was just as astounded about what I was hearing as I was when I first, uh, heard about it. And that's, uh, that's because it's completely utterly false. And I hope you guys, I mean, we said it outright. We, <laughs> none of what we said last week was us, uh, believing in, in what was being reported. It was just trying to get a chuckle out of a completely ridiculous situation. So, I hope you guys understand that. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I'm I'm not going to try to piece this together anymore. I feel like 36 minutes on the little amount of information that I have and how awkward uh, the air has gotten around my computer right now because of all the sex talk has gotten. Um, if this is something you guys like to hear... Maybe maybe I'll touch base with this with Johnny and he'll have a little bit more to say next week or something. But I thought it was uh interesting enough to bring up on the podcast this week. Um and you know what? Sometimes you get a 40 minute podcast. And that's okay. And that's okay. You know what? 40 minutes for a single person is phenomenal. I could probably make this go for an hour, but by the end, nobody would care anymore, right? So this is about the cutoff point. Uh, I appreciate you guys. If you guys want to send us any emails, any uh, potential advertisers, if you want us to advertise your product or a service or 
maybe you have a book or something like that that is coming out, you can send any and all emails direct to uh, our our e- the pod- the podcast email jumbledpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, listeners, if you have any listener questions, have any uh, input, thoughts, feelings, whatever on any of the bullshit we say, uh, my thoughts obviously don't uh, represent Johnny this week because he has no way to uh, combat all the bullshit I'm saying. If you want to send us an email, that would be jumbledpodcast@gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. If you want to just go, you know, send him an email and say, hey, Zach's a fucking idiot and he can't do this shit by himself, so don't ever leave him alone again, that would work too. Um, We do appreciate you guys always supporting our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled, get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Free, free, free. Everybody likes free. I like free, you like free, and that's uh, that's the way it should be, and it rhymed. You know? Anyway, this, this is going downhill fast. Uh, if you would like to donate to our Patreon, like I said at the top, patreon.com slash jumbled, donate $500, 500 smackaroonies, uh... And get both Johnny and I an address. So basically, that's 250 bucks a person. But it's a package deal. Like, you can't pay 250 and just get one of us. You gotta pay 500 and get both, right? It's not a package deal. Um, you can sign up for Johnny's uh, premium Snapchat where he just sends you pictures of his ball sack. That's not true. He doesn't do that. But he should, if you guys are willing to pay for it. Let us know. And... <laughs> Uh, that's gonna do it, I think. Oh, thank you for listening wherever you're listening. Head over to iTunes. Give us a rating and review. Help us get our listeners, uh, get get some more listeners by sharing the podcast with your friends and family, uh, your grandmothers. Uh, you know, they might not be interested in this episode because I've talked a lot about a lot of weird shit. I'm sort of sleep deprived and, uh... You know, in a certain mindset right now, and I think you guys probably know what mindset I'm talking about. Anyway, I'm going to sign off here. I appreciate you guys so much for listening each and every week, and be sure to check back next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast, I guess about sex dolls and their non-blinking, cold, dead stare. (laughs) 